0: Well, if I uh, drift, because I'm not used to the the holding.
1: Sure. Cool. <laughs> you got it. Well, here we go, everybody. Uh, we are back for another episode of Eat, Pray, Judge. And now we're taking a time machine back to 1988, which was a a year of feel-good music for me. You know why? Because the Beach Boys had put out Kokomo. (laughs) Love that song. 1988. Can you believe it? And uh, when I wasn't listening to that, I was just definitely grooving to UB40's Red Red Wine. Uh, Or Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. Which feels like, you know, why are you trying to force this emotion on me? You know? (laughs) I feel like he was gaslighting us about the world. Like you turn on the news and you're like, "Whoa, terrible things happening on every channel." Don't and then don't worry, be happy. You we, know, we, we
0: need music like that now. <laughs> yeah, '88 was like the valley of the one-hit wonders.
1: <laughs> well, we, uh, you know, you you you're all familiar with being Rick Rolled, right? When they have a uh, Rick. Ashley uh memes him Rick oh, R- oh, Rick Astley. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. This is when Never Gonna Give You Up came mm-hmm. out. Oh. Yeah. So my parents are driving me around to whatever uh Never
2: Gonna Give You. Is that the exactly. One? That's, that's the one okay. and
1: that's that's what's uh, blasting out of our uh navy blue Nissan Stanza as we're driving around to No, give I don't me know haircuts. why why do
2: I feel like Bon Jovi was happening at that time. Is oh, it, he that...
1: was Hair metal was this was
2: apex hair metal time Sli- slippery
0: yeah. when wet yeah. I think, came out
2: yeah yep I, I I feel like that was more my my scene <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of formative yeah, yeah. Music oh my came god I then. loved that stuff
1: sure well uh, I think um and then uh Al B sure was out there Ooh. making R and B hits mm-hmm. uh, Bobby Brown hadn't quite dethroned him yet I think that was going to come <laughs> the next year Keith Sweat was out there sure oh,
2: Sweat. I had Keith Sweat's um cassette.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Was it? Did you? And this, what a waste of material because people would buy cassettes of singles. A single. Oh, I, had, I, had, the, I yep. had the album. The they, full?
2: Yeah, I had the full album. You had that was the uh, one. Um, what was it? Going to make you sweat? Uh, <laughs> <I'm not> sure, <laughs> <isn't> it <laughs> he wasn't super creative when it yeah. came to naming his albums. I'm like, are you are you taking
1: us to the gym? What? Are... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, everyone is going to perspire, lips oh, <laughs> wet. Uh, you, yeah. So it's Gabe Pacheco here on Mike One and on Mike Two, as always. Sammy Hamarne. and today in studio, which means my apartment in Greenpoint. We've got a fantastic performer, actress, filmmaker, stand-up comedian, the one, <laughs> continue, the continue. only. Kendra Cunningham. <laughs> Hi everybody.
2: <laughs> thank you so much for having me.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're su- we're super excited you're here. And uh just you know, we were doing a lot of rearranging in the apartment yesterday Amber and I and uh It looks fabulous. Thank you very much. And while we were doing it, we were actually um trying out this projector on our on our blank wall back here and we we played your stand-up album so <laughs> um so i think it was blonde logic oh okay yep. yeah uh-huh. and uh-huh. Uh, a lot of you talking about your mom yep and uh you know amber's orphan so mm-hmm. she was like look she's got all this mom material
2: it's awesome <laughs> i wish i had a mom to have material about. i only have a few new mom <laughs> jokes I yeah feel like i've been doing a lot of food material lately muffins sure. and um that whatnot. <laughs> yeah i
0: would I, I would like to hear a lot of food material and bartending stuff
2: there we which go that might uh, sit well with you now that i need to hear
0: <laughs>
1: yeah so i don't know did you see this movie in 1988 I like in the theater or anything? I did not see it in the movie. Oh uh, in man! Movie theaters. No, yeah. I wish yeah. I had. Uh huh. Maybe the... you
2: can play it on the projector for me someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I went. I saw a ton of movies in '88 as I was like uh, nine, nine or ten, and I think I saw I saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Ooh. Uh, which was a f- which was a great movie for kids mm-hmm. and also taught us about gentrification and uh, and the highway system, mm-hmm. <laughs> urban planning. I wanted to be Jessica Rabbit so bad. She was hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. She I'm is. Sure she still is. First imprint yeah <laughs> formative yeah <laughs> yeah now i'm into redheaded cartoons who who isn't and uh what- did you see this in the theater ben? i did yeah i yeah. saw
0: i saw it in the theater with my dad um <laughs> uh i've never i at, at the first ten minutes of this movie between the um you know the terrorist organization dethroning fistfight, fight yeah and then uh nordberg the o j scene <laughs> <laughs> what are you he just to, yeah. Yeah. no no before that oh. was on the boat oh and yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> i still i don't think i've ever seen my dad laugh harder than that in my entire life so, yeah yeah i mean yeah. it was it was it was crazy the whole theater was oh gone like I, no, you couldn't hear a noise because everyone was laughing Let's so see, uh, yeah. it was crazy sure
2: can, can uh-huh. i uh say something i don't know if you guys uh, are aware of this but um naked gun was originally a tv mm-hmm. series Yep. yeah okay so you know police and it squad was, yeah and it was canceled after like six episodes and i just think that's pretty amazing that these guys imagine having it getting greenlit for a tv show and it gets canceled after six episodes i would probably just like walk away and these guys are like fuck it i can swear right yeah, yeah. oh yeah and these guys are like fuck it we'll make it a movie and yeah. they made, they ended up being probably could have never had that success on TV that they had with these movies. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's everything you're saying. For any artists out there listening, you, you might you might get greenlit and then immediately get canceled, and that doesn't mean your idea was a bad idea. Right. You know, it was just the wrong but medium. But or... it still
2: feels like a bad idea. Right. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, even though you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like I've had, I've never gotten greenlit for a show, but I've had things where I'm like, oh, this, people like this video I made, you know, but then it, no one will buy it. And it feels bad. But even though I know logically it's good, the fact that other people are not affirming me still makes me feel bad. And then think about the logistics,
1: too. Like, to get, to even wrangle a team together to say, okay, we're going to make this, this uh, uh, product. And then it, it takes, th- there are 30 people who you have to have an agreement for that. Yeah. And then they, wa- they spend, not waste, but spend a year of their life making it, it gets canceled. And then you call them all back up and you're like, <laughs> hey, look, you know how this like, little thing we did failed? Let's well. do it on a bigger scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get the band back together. It really yeah. is like in the Blues Brothers, like yeah. going and and they are all doing their own thing, and you got to go find all the talent again. Yeah, fi- hunt down Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, and be like, dude, no, I know they. Lo- I love you. Them. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and they and it happened. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. I mean,
0: they, they, I think they they pulled some of the same writers. Obviously, there was a team of four writers on this one, both the Zucker brothers and two other writers that were on the original show, uh, and. I mean these guys are the best at, at, at this genre, the Zucker Brothers. Oh, yeah. They're they, they are the kings yeah. at spoofs. I mean Airplane, Kentucky Fried movie yeah. and the Naked Gun movies are, are that's that's the best thing. of the best of that style of film. Which we, I was talking to Gabe earlier. I don't really we, we don't we don't see these movies that much anymore. And if we do they're always usually like the high school spoof movies mm-hmm. and they're awful.
2: Yeah, like, why do you think people. I think this is the best type of comedy. I don't understand why no one's doing it anymore. I think people are too jaded and cynical. Yeah. Nowadays. Like yeah. People
0: can't even just sit there with suspension of disbelief. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have. I mean, like, the most, the least believable thing of all the unbelievable things in this movie was the fact that OJ was a cop named Nordberg <laughs> with a black wife. <laughs> like, I didn't even. Like, none of that made sense to me. <laughs> right,
1: right. So, here, here's the thing I was thinking about with OJ specifically is uh, one, uh, I'm watching this again with Amber and she had never seen it or hadn't seen it in years. And then she was like, wait, laughing at Nordberg. And then she was like, wait a minute, halfway through, yeah. wait a minute, is that, is that OJ? O.J.? And, you know, and we're in this age of, like, problematic comedy, and, right. like, can you separate the artist from the art, and, like, or whatever, it, not even, is O.J. an artist, but can you separate the murderer from, from the, the jokes? Right, 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 right. <laughs> and, and she was, like, upset with herself at laughing at <laughs> at the hilarity of Nordberg. Right. And I, it made me think, like, as a 10-year-old watching this... Um, if if this was the intro to comedy, you could say that O.J.'s Nordberg is a primary influence in my understanding of slapstick comedy. Yeah, <laughs> O.J. is one of my comedy fathers. Yeah, seriously. I mean, if it makes
0: Amber feel better, he's getting hurt physically <laughs> yeah. the entire yeah, time. Yeah, right, yeah right.
2: Exactly. <laughs> my favorite part of that is when he's in the hospital and um and uh, Leslie Nielsen's like, "We're not going to rest until." We find the person who did this and then he turns to his partner and he goes, Now let's get some lunch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh It's so
2: perfectly it, it's, executed oh, all yeah. of it. It really is. Great yeah.
1: great chemistry between uh between OJ and Leslie Nielsen yeah. in this too. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I wonder if they actually do go hang out at like golf. Mm. You know, I'd love to uh try to find like the archived photos from the eighties to to see, see images of them. Light, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Kendra, why did you pick Naked Gun for us to watch today?
2: You know, Gabe, um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think. Well, I'm I'm sure it had something to do with your um, invitation. uh, I don't remember how the invitation was worded, but it had something to do with um, movies, I think, that formed my opinion of comedy. I don't remember exactly. But Naked Gun has always been one of my favorites. Um, Leslie Nielsen, I think, is... You know, I wish I could be a fem the female Leslie Nielsen. I just think he's phenomenal. Um, and also, like uh, Sam said, no one's making this type of movie anymore. And it's I m- I miss that the opportunity to see new stuff um, in that genre. So you really can't find it. So you got to go back to what sticks out in your mind, I guess. True. Yeah. This uh, and and there there's
1: there's a whole aesthetic that these guys put out, and I'm I have to be honest and confess. I've never seen Airplane okay. or Kentucky Fried movie, but this is part I'm of leaving. that. No, <laughs> uh, and I don't know. It, well, was Hot Shots wasn't these dudes?
2: No. But uh, it
0: feels like it was a similar idea. That might have been the last really good one. Actually, like the, of, like this, this, of, of the I spoof. Don't
2: thi- I don't think I saw that one. No. no is, that it's, the, is that hockey? It's, no, it's uh,
0: Charlie Sheen. And it's about uh, fighter pilots. So oh, basically, okay. like a Top Gun spoof. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. that or Scary Movie, I think, were the last, and they were right around the same time. But those are the last two funny spoofs that I remember. Yeah. I don't know about the re- the, the sequels, but the fr- the originals were were great. But these Zuck- the, these
1: brothers, these guys, the Zucker brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like uh, responsible for uh, Kentucky Fried Movie and Airplane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh Airplane's like, you know, I was researching this a little bit yesterday, but it's like up there, it's like on the list of, you know, top 10 best comedies of all time. Right. It's listed so, as the
0: number 1 spoof film. Oh, is time.
1: it? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I guess
0: I, guess I got to go dig through the crates. <laughs> and, I'm actually and, surprised that you yeah, haven't seen either of those two. Neither. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk about problematic. Kentucky Fried movie would definitely be considered problematic now, but it's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I mean, it spoofs.
2: I have to rewatch that.
0: It's episodic spoof. so like different genres, different films, everything. It's, it's... <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, when we watch these movies, like Naked Gun, I'd say uh, uh, this is, uh, as a spoof, uh, this is a great place to learn about all the rules of the actual serious genres. Like, I probably learned all of the cliches of cop movies <laughs> right. from watching this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then when you watch Naked Gun, I'd say uh, it's, all, it's all visual gags, celebrity cameos. Mm-hmm. And again, this is where I learned who celebrities were. Because if you're a kid watching this with an adult, they're like, oh, that... That's Reggie Jackson. He's like a famous baseball player. Oh, that's Ricardo Montalban. You he you should know him from Wrath of Khan, and if not that, uh, Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island, Fantasy Island. Yeah. and like being he was like a bilingual famous actor in both Mexico and the U.S. Mm-hmm. and been mm-hmm. like rocking out since the '50s. Yeah, yeah. And
0: uh, yeah, so then
1: and, and Priscilla
2: then, Presley or something. Exactly, Priscilla yeah. Presley, yeah. yeah, Priscilla was,
1: Presley, yeah.
0: amazing. Yeah. she was on Dallas, I think, for like a five year arc, and then she decided to pass on Dallas to do this movie. Oh, wow. In order to stop her stint on Dallas. Right. Uh, You know, she wanted the film career, I guess.
2: She looks amazing. Yeah. Also, for That'd one be. of
0: my first crushes too, I was like,
1: mm, yeah. Jessica Rabbit and Priscilla Presley. Yeah. Well, I mean, Elvis married her <laughs> when she
2: was like twelve. Sure, yeah, so she
1: was
0: yeah.
2: probably like thirty here. That yeah. was
1: acceptable if you were a rock star back in the fifties, right? Yeah, early sixties. Oh, just seventies, totally. like, eighties. It was 90s. like you were <laughs> yeah. taking care. Of, you were.
2: It was you were kind to take care of them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. You're like, they're like, here, congratulations. Here's your first platinum yeah. record. What do you want to do now? And uh, take me to where the high school girls <laughs> yeah. are.
2: Doing her dad a favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Is
1: there any one of them that that their parents want to sell them off?
2: <laughs>
1: so yeah, it's weird. Uh, Priscilla was so young because, like, in my head, Elvis had already been dead ten years, and he seemed like the oldest dude in the world. Yeah, and he was
2: he was like thirty something when he died. Sure, thirty six. I don't know. Oh, Elvis. Yeah. Well, I don't
0: know. Yeah, something like I that. I think
2: he was thirty six. Yeah. So. But that he meant seemed. Yeah, he yeah.
1: seemed. So when he died, Priscilla was uh, eleven. Yeah. 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 She was <laughs> Uh, yeah, because she's young and vibrant in this, yeah. and one of the most unbelievable things is the, the romance, the age discrepancy between her and Leslie Nielsen. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. It's probably part of the casting. Yeah. They're like, you used to this, right? So uh, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen was 62 when this came out.
2: Wow. That's crazy, and That's insane.
1: Here, the, here's the thing about that. Uh, a couple, you know, last week, Eddie Murphy had his, he's 58, and he was on SNL, and Eddie Murphy looked... 35. Yeah. He's 58. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. And think about Leslie Nielsen was 4 years older than Eddie Murphy now right Yeah, He, look he did like this and he looked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He looked like yeah. Father Time. Yeah, he did. Yeah,
0: yeah he totally did. <laughs> he had that Steve Martin hair. Yeah, and I wonder well, if it's
1: premature uh, graying of the hair, or if he just if you, people just aged older back I mean, then 62, faster.
0: Yeah, you can have gray hair; it's okay. It's socially Yeah, exactly. But Eddie Murphy's joke in his monologue was, you know, the, the old adage of uh, money don't crack. <laughs> right. He asked him why he looked better than he did when he was nineteen. Yeah. Well, Leslie uh, Nielsen, I was looking at
1: him and uh, his. He, he was already. This was like his third career, career yeah. renaissance. Was, yeah. You know,
2: yeah. he was a he was like a good looking um, movie star yeah. man in his day. Like that's what he was known for. I mean, he's
0: very charismatic, great voice, obviously incredible comedic timing. Yeah, he makes this film what it is. Oh yeah. Well, other than the writing, but I mean, it takes a special performer to pull yes. it off. Yeah um So yeah, I mean, it's he. He was also in airplane. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's uh, he was a uh, like you
1: said, a leading man. He was in Forbidden Planet, which is like a 1950s schlocky uh sci fi film, and then he was uh, in the golden age of television, so he 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 was one of those sort of uh mercenary career actors that's just in everything, yeah, you know. And uh, he would have been a character, a great cameo in like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like, yeah, as yeah, a, yeah, yeah, that was the type of uh, LA that he grew up that he worked in, mm-hmm. and then this. It's like to, to go from being a serious actor to being a comedy actor. But it's also not... No one's laughing at him because they know him as a serious actor They're, who's doing comedy. They're laughing at him because he is legitimately...
2: A good... Hilarious. Comedic, yeah. yeah.
1: And he mixes um, Deadpan so well, where he plays all of his lines straight or he ma- he does uh, incredible slapstick physical humor mm-hmm. and he can switch between those so so quickly mm-hmm. reminds me of a of an old Chevy Chase yeah <laughs> <laughs> not a young Chevy Chase but an old a Chevy A nicer,
0: Chase. a more genteel sure, Chevy Sure, sure.
1: Well, they both th- in that they both do deadpan. Yeah. And yeah. they both do uh, a lot of physical comedy. Right. Chevy's Did, a little bit more like um, cynical maybe.
2: Yeah. You Did know? you know that I just learned this that um, Chevy Chase comes from a very wealthy family? it makes total sense yeah, yeah. I didn't know that like
1: some of the fa- the settlers of uh, Manhattan yeah like, like old Dutch like, money
2: like, like I think mil- if not hundreds of millions of bill- billions of dollars like I just read this article the other day and I was like what the hell yeah like that's crazy yeah
1: he's uh he's an old uh, waspy guy yeah. whose comedy is based on superiority yeah and it's it's just who he really and he,
2: and he took off with it yeah but I, I mean I'm a fan I have to say I'm a fan of his of, of his work sure um but anyway, I I don't want to sell him down the river. I would just I do I feel like it changed my opinion of him a little bit when I found out that he came from um, less likable. Yeah, yeah. And a little more <laughs> like, oh, of course you made it. You know, yeah. you could you could hire PR people, you could do you, you know, yeah. with money you can do better than other people. It's mm. also kind of why he didn't
0: care as much as mo- as most people would about yeah. their career choices, you know.
2: Didn't he didn't he have a talk show for like a minute and for like literally and, like a week. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he like he likes was sweating and like it was a painful thing to watch if, if you I want recall. to feel
1: good about your bombs mm. watch his show yeah is it, it out is, there can we oh, still watch you it? can youtube oh really it, and it's like it's hard to watch it's like watching um your dad's friend who's a <laughs> dentist who's like hey i can do stand-up and then you get invite every hit that 500 people get invited to the bringer show and yeah. it's like
2: and it's like oh yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> you you mean you didn't rehearse this at all
2: before you went up there <laughs> I'm gonna to have to Google that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, but going back to, you know, Les- Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, it's great to see. Um, there's hope in in continuing to reinvent yourself as an as an artist because he uh, took off after this again. And I didn't know anything about his past. This was my intro, just like this was my intro to OJ, who'd already had a, a career, right? Who was already a, a massive superstar in sports. Uh, this was my intro to OJ. This was my intro to Leslie Nielsen. This was my intro to Priscilla Presley and, uh, Ricardo Montalban.
2: Now, have you ever watched Fantasy Island?
0: Uh, I think it, it played at my grandma's house every mm. once in a while. So I'd like run through Did the room. I saw it oh. in, in syndication. I think it was, it would come I, I, on. I, Sundays. I think,
2: I think that would, it would be a great, uh, one to remake. I was a little creeped out by tattoo. <laughs> the Not plane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just off putting yeah. tiny hands. <laughs> I was, uh, I was a kid.
1: I, I was also... I can't
2: think of his name, that poor guy. He Herbie Vela Chase. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. How do you know that? And you've never seen the show.
1: <laughs> I keep up with actors. Okay. I just he never... knows a
2: famous small people. Yeah,
1: I do. I, I do. There's, there's a re- something uh, more back there. There's a movie that I, I was... In researching this, I saw that there's a film called like um, My Dinner with Hervey. And it's uh Peter Dinklage plays Hervey Villachase Chase in it, so I was like, ooh, I need to check that out. Really? Yeah, it's pretty recent.
0: Huh.
2: Wait and, a minute, uh, is it based on a true story? It yeah, sounds very bizarre. yeah. Oh, it's like
1: okay. a, it's like a biopic. Late career Hervey Villachase Chase because oh, he I ended see. up um he uh, got sick, right? He committed suicide. Uh-huh. So I don't ha- I don't know the details behind all of that, but you know, I think life was hard, especially after Fantasy Island. Well, now yeah. I it, feel bad. Well, well like, good. I think he also
2: <laughs> got had some. Uh, physical problems from his
1: makeup being short and stuff yeah Yeah. i think Uh, as
2: later in life he couldn't things in his body weren't working right or something anyway
1: yeah your life expectancy is uh, shortened by having uh being being tiny (laughs) um intended (laughs) and uh so there's that (laughs) r.i.p to a real one but um, I loved, uh, you know, and I when I remember seeing R- R- Ricardo Montalban as a little kid, and I was like, in this, and I was like, oh, that guy's corny. Who is this guy? But now, watching it as an adult, I was like, yo, he's got the smoothest voice. Yeah you know i want to what I got,
2: else was he in besides i don't know i mean he was in this in fantasy island but was he actually a legit he had he w- made like uh i don't know maybe 50 movies in oh Mexico. my god Jesus and he, Christ.
1: he was in a teleplay called the Sea Wolf*, el lobo del mar that would <laughs> that was uh played over on the radio in uh all over latin america wow. so his voice was like one of those voices that was all Hope over well known yeah, yeah, well
0: known. You know, was like buenos
1: dias. Es Ricardo otra vez el capitán. So
0: yeah. he was like an actual yeah. actual Mexican version of Anthony Quinn. Yes. basically. Yeah,
1: he was a hard-hitting. <laughs> right. He was like yeah, and he was like a good-looking uh heartthrob young young actor. Mm-hmm. Uh but in the US he became really popular after Wrath of Khan right. and uh and uh Fantasy Island. So He's- we kind of like know his His later Later career, right? Himself, but Hmm. uh, crossover, yeah, he was a crossover. So, this whole movie's full of these like second, third act stars, yeah, uh, which is great. And a cameo appearance by um, Tony Soprano's mom, she is the uh, like mayor of LA in this, uh, Nancy Lou uh, Marchand. Oh, yeah, she looks so
0: different.
2: Yeah! Wow! So I don't know if you two a are. Good find. If you're a Sopranos fan, but... yeah, totally, big <laughs> time. I didn't know that. I didn't know that fact that you just said though. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't think,
0: I didn't think that was her. I've never seen The Sopranos, but it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you were wondering, you weren't sure if I was a fan or not. Yeah, well, That's I meant
1: I directed that more at Kendra. I know that <laughs> I send Sammy Sopranos memes all day long. <laughs>
0: We mentioned The Sopranos on every episode we've ever done for oh, really? this podcast, It somehow full circles into one Tony Soprano reference by either uh, Gabe or I, um, or some other deep cut.
2: I didn't even know that Tony Soprano's mother was, uh, you know, had a body of work. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, she was
0: actually a very like a talented stage actress for a while. Oh really? Yeah, and oh, then cool. uh,
2: she died during
0: the second season of The Sopranos, so they had to. Uh, Create new enemies. Correct. Right,
1: (laughs) because she was supposed to be the Skeletor of the whole series. Right. It was the whole show was going to be the relationship between Tony and his mom. And then when she died, they were like, "Uh, I guess we got to come up with uh, a Ralphie." It's yeah. Ultimately, it's a
0: show about a a boss with mom, mother issues. Right.
1: Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: You should check it out if you don't if you haven't seen it before. We're
1: talking to the uh, the audience. Yeah. Yeah. All fifteen of you listening out
0: there. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) all you guys she
2: she creeped me out and she actually reminded me a little bit of my great grandmother um she (laughs) she really like hit a nerve with me yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. i I can't even think of the weird things that she would do that reminded me of my great grandmother but anyway
1: well uh she nothing was ever good enough turn it down yeah no the world's mean it's cruel
2: her execution was just like so like biting it hurt me to see her hurt him. Oh, you yeah. know what <laughs> I mean? Like I was like, "Whoa, I feel that."
0: Yeah, her uh, character arc was crazy yeah. for such a short I don't like yeah. that kind of talk. <laughs> the line that always I, I'm going to have to I'm going to
2: have to rewatch this.
0: Sure. Well, uh
1: let's hop into Naked Naked Gun. Uh, I, I had I, I have to say even the opening scene was uh, brought me right in. I loved seeing this cabal of all of America's villains, circa 1988, <laughs> like ooh, Muammar Gaddafi, he's scary, and uh, who else was there? Ayatollah Khomeini, yeah, Yasser Arafat, mm-hmm. Mikhail Gorbachev. Yep, I felt like I was looking at the cover of a Mad
0: magazine. You know, <laughs> yeah, totally. it was very and, and like one guy from the IRA. I think I just saw a guy with like a kangle on. Oh yeah. yeah. So I think that was pretty funny, and I like how
2: they say, they put Beirut. Like maybe yeah, like they, they
0: that actually made me laugh immediately. Um also Edi Amin, don't forget about Edi Amin, he was in there. Never forget Edi Amin. Never.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh what an innocent time where these were our enemies. <laughs> 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 and uh and the Cold War was ending right around this time too, so it's interesting that um that to see like Russia is still like uh or the Soviet Union is still like an issue. Right. You know? I was like, oh, Gorbachev was like, he was like a nice guy. Yeah. He ended up Looking being. back. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up opening
0: opening up the markets to the U.S. Every so. time I see him now, I think of Chernobyl. <laughs> 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 like, after watching that, that documentary or that. The movie. Docu, the, docus- the Series. Mini series. Yeah.
2: I didn't finish it. Oh, really? yeah. I, I have to go back. Yeah. You should. I was, I think I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I think I was watching something else at the same time and then I fell off. I hear you. Yeah, right. yeah. The, I want it, I do want to see it. It's
1: bleak, but I enjoyed. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, very well done. Yeah, it felt like a uh, like an allegory for climate change. Yeah. Now and
2: it's a need yeah. to know. I mean, we need to know these things.
1: Sure. <laughs> sure, sure do. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Because you know, hey, nuclear energy might be the might be the wave of the future. Yeah. If we can't get solar off the ground and wind.
2: <laughs> Does nuclear energy do? Are people still?
1: Yeah, they love it. With that? Uh, uh, Japan, the Fukushima reactors. Uh, I think we still have some active plants, but the last big nuclear sca- the scare was when the um, that tsunami hit Japan a couple years back, and those reactors are still like pumping radiation into the ocean. Wow. Yeah,
2: that's no, crazy. Now Bagdale. Who who, <laughs> who who came up with this? I wonder.
1: Uh, putting nuclear reactors right on fault lines by water. <laughs>
2: like who? Yeah, and who like. <laughs> Invented nuclear stuff. It sounds like something that I don't know. I hear what you're saying. You know, like the person sitting around just. I think there's a, a lot of
0: people I, I'd fall for that. Same people with the A bomb, nuclear yeah. fission technology. German scientists a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Americans if somebody can go back
1: well? in time and kill one person, the one to do would be to kill Albert Einstein because he. <laughs> <laughs> people say go back and kill Hitler, whatever, but like, you know. <laughs> Who's who's the person that really was the father of atomic energy? <laughs> oh, Al, oh, my god.
0: Threat- <laughs> threatening you, all of humanity. He wrote a note: "Please don't use this technology." That's what he said to the president. I think it was true when he's like, "Please don't use, <laughs> <Did> it, <laughs> don't use this." Here's the recipe: Do not make this. Look, I'm gonna
1: leave. I'm leaving this gun on the table. Yeah. Oh my god! But seriously, don't <laughs> don't use the gun.
2: Uh, I'm I'm just picturing someone <laughs> going back in time and Albert Einstein with his big hair working on something <laughs> and someone being like, boom, <laughs> beating him to death. I'm saving the future. Would not have been Albert. a bad idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then uh, and then we get to, there's the second scene, which is really fun, is where we get the intro to uh, to O.J. Norberg. And uh, again, probably you can watch this scene without sound mm-hmm. because it's all visual gags. Yeah,
2: yeah. the bear trap—like everywhere he goes, a bear trap. A, I can't remember all the things, but everything: wet paint. The <laughs> one that got
0: my dad was when the window closes on his fingers, and he actually like reacts verbally. He's like, "Ow!" <laughs> <laughs>
2: he gets shot ten times, falls into
0: a bear trap. And that was the one that got everyone. Like that was just—you <sighs> can tell that the Zucker brothers basically spent their entire childhoods in front of or around a television. Right. Like, either just watching the Marx Brothers or, um, you know, obviously the Three Stooges were a tremendous influence on them, but, like, they also just spoof every single major movie, like, from Breakfast at Tiffany's. to Like, every big film has a scene in this movie where they took something out of it and did yeah. it on purpose. So it's, like, this movie must have been a lot of fun to write, but also it seems exhausting well, to have to, like, try to f- remember everything.
2: Well, yeah, I was going to say it's, like, one of those things where... Reading the script, you know, being like he his hand goes in the wet, wet paint like you you might some people might read it and be like, This is a little oh, too much. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or is it funny? Yeah, yeah. like you can't you can't decide. Exactly. And, and they and they pulled it off.
1: Yeah. It, execution is key, right? Yep. It feels like a cartoon. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and I think when you say these this can't be made anymore, I think where a lot of this has migrated to is animated. So it's easier yeah. to oh, it's easier to write something like this and uh, make it cheaply if you're like, well, we can just draw mm-hmm. like all of this happening. So like uh, a, a scene in particular, and I think Kendra, like you, you brought this scene up before um, in your Intero article, mm. but it was the uh, it's when they're chasing the mesmerized uh, doctor. Right. And they in I think they're in a uh, student driver <laughs> car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pretty the dri- and the, the the uh doctor, he his car gets like blown up but he's still driving mm-hmm. and then af- and he goes he hits uh first he hits like a what what is it that he hits first? It's like a missile. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's like all these <laughs> things that would never be in the road, right? And yeah. then
1: But then, after, right, immediately after he hits the missile, he like drives into a firework display. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so it just heightens. It's three things that he hits, right? Right. But you're like, whoa, like, of clearly we're not in reality anymore, <laughs> and that would be so great to draw or like animate, right? And then leslie nielsen's perfect deadpan
0: delivery right after that where he turns to the whole crowd and goes nothing to see yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and there's fireworks going on yeah. and people flying off the building <laughs> i also love that he subtly breaks the fourth wall very quickly in that scene when he's in the car and then he looks behind him and sees teen driving school yeah <laughs> and just stares at the
1: camera i had a driving school instructor and they uh they have nerves of steel and ice cubes in their veins mm. because <laughs> i've they're so calm all the time you know their job is to be like no that's fine no it's no right on red okay you just okay right on red okay okay great cool 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 just keep going okay merge gently merge gently 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 okay no 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 uh that was a person please don't (laughs) no it's true yeah no
2: i don't think i don't i went to driving school but i don't remember being one on one in a car with it with anybody,
1: they have their own. Um, well, when you do it, they they'll have their own steering wheel usually. Oh yeah. So if, if things really go off the rails,
0: they can
2: take control. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never did drive. No, a...
0: a... oh, you didn't. Drivers that or are... no, I just took the verbal and then took the uh, exam with oh. the, with the guy in the car. Oh nice. Just yanks up the parking brake <laughs> if you mess up. Oh interesting. No, yeah.
1: you have you have to hire I think uh somebody um, to be a driver. It's not part of like the DMV. No, front. some yeah. schools
0: have that actually as a, as a course you can take like high schools. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Some comedy clubs have driving uh, schools during do you, do you the day. Driving schools? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a way to get your like op- openers and ha- the house comics nice. get them some extra money during the daytime.
2: Is that what? Are you serious?
1: Yeah, comedy clubs and driving schools.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not know that.
1: Yeah. How about that?
2: So I could go and be a driving school instructor?
1: I think that that there's no reason that you're not doing that right now for extra money, Kendra. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Except for (laughs) Uh self-esteem, no, I'm I'm teasing. And what's your? Well, it depends.
1: What's your disposition? You know, I think
2: I will say that I'm. I feel like I'm a pretty calm person. Sure. Yeah.
1: Who are? I mean, it doesn't
2: take. It it takes a lot for me to react. um, Yeah. You know. Freak out.
1: Well, when what are what other jobs have you had? Like you've.
2: (sighs) Um, well, you know, bartending. I've worked as a. I've worked in hedge funds and um, where did you find
1: the most psychopaths? Was it at the hedge funds or
2: at the bars? I would say God, that's tough. I would say (laughs) no, I would honestly, I I would say the people that I that had the most, I think, deep rooted psychological problems were probably in the office, but I was also around them, you know, Monday through Friday from, you know, eight eight to five whereas in the bar i see people maybe i see them for two hours you know what i mean so like, you can't really sure you might be that be like that guy's fucking nuts but then you don't see him for two weeks you know so it doesn't really sink in how nuts that person is yeah um but you know this crazy in all lines of work even in uh, mental health uh-huh. Industry, you know, But not in comedy, probably. <laughs> Everyone there seems really well adjusted, <laughs> really, even killed. I'm surprised there's not more physical altercations in comedy, sure. You know,
1: uh, well, now or, th- or, or, or even verbal, anyways. I think there's more video cameras now or uh, phones, That's cell true. phones. So, I think in the past, I mean, I remember some of the first open mics I ever went to uh there were i went to an open mic and i had two friends who were college friends and they came to see me maybe a week uh, it was my my fourth or fifth show and uh there was a comic who was going to go up who was a, a very aggro dude who's actually a uh, an accomplished performer now mm. but at that moment he was also starting open mics and he was super uh ang- angry as a human and he goes up to do his set and we were all doing five minute sets but we'd wait you'd wait like you know, three hours, right? Yeah, uh, because it was a bucket, mm. and um, and there was another new comic who was sitting in a booth talking loudly because he because it was one of his first shows too. He'd gotten drunk with his friends, right? So he's talking loudly during the aggressive comic set, and it throws off that comic. He's so pissed that uh, he lost his train of thought and, and that these people were talking. So right after he gets off stage, he's like six three. He leans into the booth and begins to slaughter punch this comic. Oh my and he God. hits him like four or five times in the face oh. and then storms out. And, th- you know, I mean, that was just a, that was a, a turd in the punch bowl. Right. I mean, <laughs> we were – re- and I had to go up after that. And it, I was so pissed at him. I was so pissed at the guy who was in the booth talking. Right, right. right. That's awful. Awesome. <laughs> and follow my that? friends were like, ah. Oh. Their jaws are like on the ground. They're like, this is what it's like every night. You go out and do this every night? and you know i i played it up like hey man it's real out here like
2: <laughs> i'm not fucking around,
1: yeah yo man we're it's <laughs> i put my life on the line every night i come out here to do comedy like you know this never happens right. but right it happened then and uh and it was traumatizing
0: yeah
2: that's scary <laughs> i've never had, i've never witnessed a um a fight at a show okay never I feel yeah. like
0: you guys are pretty supportive of each other for the most part. I mean you you know, you'd rather do better than, than anyone else. You <laughs> guys are pretty selfish, but I feel like you're not gonna you know, just for karmic reasons alone, you're not gonna bash on somebody or try to fight them physically.
1: Yeah, I think it's a it's a very it's it it never helps your career. Yeah, no. how
2: can it? No. I think yeah. I think the the way that people um hurt one another in comedy is by being maybe dismissive. Uh-huh. You know, I can see that. Or or like uninterested. Yeah, you know? the cold shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. That. It's much more painful than a, yeah. a, a punch in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's how I get a lot of my dates, though. <laughs> I probably should switch that up. <laughs> The Cold shoulder, or yeah, the punch in the so face it still works. It's been yeah. worse. It's, no, it's 92. oh god, that's been working since the, the day of time, <laughs> right? Right, right. bad for comedy, great for dating in New York. Yeah, the,
1: the first caveman did not make eye contact <laughs> yeah. on his way out the door to the hunt, <laughs> or just head nod and walk right by. Right. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah, What's he's up? interesting. I'm on my way to that cave over there. Don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's you,
0: yeah,
2: I'm Susan's friend. Whatever. <laughs> Oh, that's so true. he's mysterious, <laughs>
0: yeah, um, he just doesn't care, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man, well, uh, yeah, so comedy is not that it's not that serious we we don't fight we we give each other the cold shoulder,
0: yeah, I'm trying to think when the last time I saw this movie was, but i I'm pretty sure it was twenty five years ago, really, yeah, really, and I laughed,
2: and you still remember all this stuff, oh yeah, i mean
0: i I watched this movie several times right, right? in the theater with my dad, so I obviously remember it for you know, sentimental reasons, but it's. I mean, it just—I uh, laughed out loud several times, mm. and it was for the slapstick stuff that I can't bring myself to laugh at anymore for some reason because everyone's telling me not to laugh. People getting hurt, but no, still yeah. the funniest <laughs> shit on the planet. Like it's. Well, they're good.
1: Uh, one of my favorite slapstick scenes in this is the uh, the first time that Leslie Nielsen goes to Ludwig, uh, Vincent Ludwig's office, oh, yeah. and meets uh, oh, yeah. the, the villain Ricardo Montalbano's yeah. character, and uh, he is in, he he shows him his uh, these are my Japanese fighting fish. Each one is worth over twenty thousand uh, dollars. Would you like to see a pen that was given to me by the Emperor of Japan, Emperor Hirohito? Uh, This pen is indestructible, except uh, around water. water. (laughs) Which is, like, the dumbest, yeah. Would you like to try to break it? Thank you, (laughs) Mr. Detective Drebin. Officer, I'm going to look out the window now while you (laughs) destroy my entire office. It was great. I love that scene.
2: And then the, the pen slips, flings out of his hand and lands in the aquarium and kills one of the fish, right? Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at
1: first the fish tries to bite and eat oh, the, that's right. the pen and then he <laughs> puts his hand in there to get it and the, then the fish bites him
2: and bites his he... nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, the fish, that's
0: right. <laughs> I think that, I mean, that's a great scene. They're all, there's so many good ones. Yeah. Even the, 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 the smaller ones, like the same when they're eating red pistachios in the car. Oh, um, <laughs> And they both have red lips and you look outside of the car and they're having this m- sort of mundane conversation.
2: And, and then you there's see a like pile of stack.
0: It's like cartoonish. I mean, and like obviously the scene and the, the driving scene, that was straight up Wily e. Coyote antics. Like that's how that worked. Like I mean that that's what this whole movie's I mean, it is cartoonish.
2: It is cartoonish. But thing. is it
0: funnier to see it as a cartoon or in real life? Uh, what think- are your thoughts there? <laughs>
1: I think it's two. It's just it's two different things. Yeah. I, th- I think it's almost like how much I I love watching older movies because I enjoy practical effects. Mm-hmm. So whereas I don't like CG. Uh, CGI has its place, mm-hmm. but it's
2: I'm not a fan. Yeah,
1: it's just cool to watch something and to know that people had to put more effort into making it.
0: Right. Yeah. You it does not like, like blue eyed Benjamin Button De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I not. Yeah, know what he did. I don't need to see the Irish like the Irishman uh, CGI like that. Right. I'd rather see uh, practical effects yeah. and even makeup. Like, yeah, the idea that you make somebody look younger or older with makeup. Yeah, and and if you can pull it off, and I'll suspend my belief. I'll sure. be like, oh yeah, that's what you're supposed to
0: do with film <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, you know? I just
2: saw. Do you guys know these? I think they're called the Sad S-A-D-F-E Brothers. Mm. Oh, they, yes. They came up with this. They have wow. this Uncut Gems out right now. So good. Yeah. Uncut is Gems. That, is that the name of it? Yeah, that that's, right. Oh, that's, that's right. Oh, that's the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Yeah. New Adam Sandler movie. Did you see it? I did. And you liked it? Already? Uh, God damn. I, I know. saw it too. But I got to yeah. tell you, so they had another movie out, Good Times, with um, amazing. Robert. Yeah, that was a great, that was really good. Yeah, that's on Amazon
1: Prime right now.
2: It's so good. And the thing that I love about it is that it's, um to me it's it has sort of like a 1970s
1: gritty feel yeah,
2: to it yeah you mean good
0: times or the uncut gems both of them both. actually mm-hmm. it's Sad-fy, kind huh? it's kind
2: of like their style i guess and uh yeah but that's what, what when i when i saw good times i was like this is what i miss about movies It's sort of like that it's almost un, it almost looks like Low production quality. I'm sure they put plenty of money into it, but it just has a cool vibe to it. It's not so like glossy and like perfect and
1: one thing that they do that uh to bring that back is that they're they cast um untraditionally uh they don't cast people who look Movie aesthetically tariff, yeah. pleasing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like all of the mobsters look like criminals. Yeah. The New Yorkers look like New Yorkers from they have bad haircuts. They have uh they have blotchy skin.
0: You're still you're um, talking about the Sadfi brothers. It, yeah, members. their mm. films.
1: They just have this vibe, this feeling of realism because everyone looks like a little. I don't want to say gross, but they look real, and it, it reminds me of British films because when you watch British films from the 70s or 80s. They just didn't have like the same uh, level of Botox or uh, <laughs> right, 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 plast- right. Like, uh, plastic surgery, <laughs> or
0: fluoride in the water. Yeah,
1: like everyone's teeth are ugly. Like their suits are ill-fitting. It's everything's just like a little off. Right, and you're, but you're like, oh, this feels real. Right, and, and these guys are able to really like get a snapshot in uncut gems of this very micro uh, niche demographic of like Long Island and uh, Diamond District Jewish culture. Yeah. And, uh, and like the criminal elements around that. And you just feel like you're there on like in the diamond, in the diamond district, like getting a hot dog from like one of the guys that sells hot dogs from the vending machine right there. Or I will say, I thought it was too,
2: I thought it was too long, but it is too long. It's too long. I feel like it was, they, they, they weren't finished and they should have waited before they put it out. But But that being said, um,
0: worth the watch, huh?
2: I think they're. I think they're both worth worth um, worth checking out just for the visual, you know, aesthetic. They yeah. they definitely. The, the clips I've seen,
0: the the wardrobe for Adam Sandler or just his general appearance <laughs> is bad. Yeah, and they had this guy who lives in this neighborhood, Mister Mort, who's like a big fashion guy. I think they had him dress him a certain way. No way. way. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, very sh- very schlubby.
2: I thought Adam Sandler did a really good job though. Yeah, I and mean he was he, he was.
0: It's a tour.
1: To, uh, well, you watch these character. movies for the characters rather than for the plot. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, um, That's true. And the same thing with Good Times is like, man, oh man, uh, the will way it's just such good, uh, good roles to take if you're an actor.
2: Mm. Yeah. I want to see that one again. Yeah. What's his name? The lead, Robert Patterson or something?
1: Yeah, and I think he was like a t- he was like a heartthrob. Yeah, teen. the Twilight guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Robert Pattinson. Yeah, oh, Pattinson. Yeah, Funny. exactly. Yeah, so, and I didn't even know him from any of that, but this movie, and I think he was in Harry Potter too. I don't know, but he, it, this was my intro to him, and he is, he plays like a really scummy, like Queens uh, Greek American, mm. and he is. Uh, it feels like everything about the movie feels like Queens, yeah, like the underworld of uh, like New York City. Yep, you know, and dudes that grew up in the city and they've got the like a New York accent. Yep, and it's like, but it's not the New York that uh, that we watch internationally, right? Exactly. You know? It's like, oh, this shit feels like real New yeah. York.
2: It's almost like stories. <laughs> it's almost like stories that sounds great. actually. You went, you some that. Um, you might hear somebody. It's at the like bar everyday stories. It's like yeah. almost like everyday stories that might not be that interesting, but you know what I mean. But the, the whatever's happening with them it happens to be well. Anyways, yeah, way off base with um. I don't even know how I came. Oh, because we were talking about old old style of movies. I think that's
0: okay because everyone who hasn't seen Naked Gun or is listening to this podcast can you know it's, it's Naked Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you can. <laughs> the best thing that this movie could do is bring thoughts about other films and other you know right comparable material. <laughs> yeah, and that's it's, good. Adam Sandler's making smarter movies or, or you know. Yeah. His comedies have not been doing it for me for several years. Yeah. So that's good that he's yeah. doing this.
1: Yeah. And then you look at Uncut Gems and it's a, it could be seen as a gritty crime drama or a very dark comedy. That's those are the it best it kinds like, of movies. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like uh it reminds me of the Coen Brothers movie which is be, it reminded me of their movie A Serious Man. Because Serious Man is also a very Jewish film, yeah, and it's uh, and
0: it's like I didn't a, see that terrible. It? It's super dark. It's dark and it's 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 slow. It's it's very Coheny Brothers. It has the uh, the I forgot the actor's name, but he's super talented. He was in Boardwalk Empire. He played, um, I think, either Meyer Lansky or one of Bugsy or one of them. He played yeah. one of the big mob guys, but he was tremendous. And it's a slow watch, but it's a dark movie about like sort of suburban Jewish living. Oh, yeah. Arizona.
1: And when we say uh, slow and dark, it's also every one of those things is hilarious and funny. It, like, yeah. all of the bad fortune is punchline after punchline. I gotta line. write
2: this down, a serious man? Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: And in the same way that Uncut Gems, you can watch and be like, oh, all of these things happening to Adam Sandler are terrible, but
2: like kind <laughs> cosmically of yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. funny.
0: I didn't realize that that was like a New York-centric movie. Oh, Uncut Gems? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that would make... Uh, it's... Obviously, only on the theaters right now, correct? Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, and I got to say, I went, I saw it at um, Alamo. I went, like, on a Monday night at 10 p.m. because I wanted to see it that bad. It had just come out, and it was selling out all day long. So I went at 10, 9.50 it started, and at, like, 11.15, no, it was 9.50, it was, like, no, like, 11.20, I think, I went up, and I asked the lady, when is it over? Because I was just curious, because it seemed like it was going on forever. But yeah, it was a long. I'm not. I'm not keen on over two hours. They you got to edit.
1: You got to yeah. edit. I, and that's what I liked about Naked Gun: an hour and twenty five. Yeah, perfect. But, uh, but I guess the rec- last recommendation for the Sad Fee Brothers is mm. that if you like the way that Spike Lee, uh, they remind me of Spike Lee in that he does a good job of uh, portraying New York, right, everyday New York, and different groups of people in the city. The Sad brothers do a really good job of also portraying a different, equally valid,
0: real version of New York. Right, right, right. Uh, Just quickly, I wanted to get the actor's name, Michael Stuhlberg, who played in The Serious Man, because I don't like not knowing the guy's name. (laughs) Michael Stuhlberg, and he played Arnold Rothstein in Boardwalk Empire as well. But he's, you know tremendous actor he's a real one he's a real one just like your little <laughs> friend
2: i'm embarrassed i haven't seen boardwalk empire yet eh. i gotta watch it it's good
0: yeah. is it i mean everyone says it's really good it's uh it's like good but i it's definitely not 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 as good as i thought it would be finish uh, chernobyl first yeah. okay okay <laughs> revisit the
2: sopranos a couple of times bobby cannavale in that
0: he is he has a nice character arc he's awesome
2: I, I like him i think he's a good actor he's
0: one of my favorite parts of the irishman
2: Oh, really? I, yeah. I haven't seen that. I started to watch The Irishman and I faded out and then I never went back.
0: I also loved him as the uh, teen driving instructor in oh, Naked Gun. Oh, my God. You might not have noticed that no. Bobby Cannavale was also in Naked Gun. I'm trying to find a way to tie back oh! to the movie we're actually talking about. I no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thought well, you were
2: going to say he was he, good. He, he did a movie with um...
0: Leslie Nielsen?
2: No, with um... <laughs> Nurse Jackie. Wait, what's that guy's name? <laughs> Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? That movie with Paul Giamatti and uh, Bobby Cannavale and
0: No, but um, I would watch it. It was I like v- all it those was guys. really,
2: really good. Okay, sorry, done. I'll get back to Leslie now.
1: Hey, so uh, what was another one of your favorite scenes in this?
2: That's the Ooh. best way to
1: talk, we'll talk <laughs> about
0: this
2: movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what have we talked about so far? Well, I mean, I you know what I I kind of like um it went, I know it's like totally like kind of corny. It, which is a lot of it, but it, they did a one scene where it was almost like a, a montage of um, Leslie Nielsen and Priscilla Presley. They're like, um, that was great. They, and they're like, oh, what a it's been a crazy day or whatever. Oh, uh, the and, dating montage. Yeah, and yep. then there's a dating <laughs> montage, and they're doing like twelve different things, like riding horses, like all this. And, and it
1: all looks like uh, either a gum commercial, yeah, like virtually gum, gum, yeah. or, or like, like a uh, herpes
2: medicine commercial where everyone's <laughs> super happy,
0: <laughs> yeah, like brought to you by Valtrax. Yeah. They came out of a uh, platoon, laughing hysterically. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was great.
1: That was a really that was great super, visual that was a gag, really yeah. good one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but again, as a little kid, I'm like, what's wrong with that?
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they went I, to see a cool movie together. I feel like I got that one. <laughs> now, I was just like, that's funny because I, I saw Platoon way too young. I sure. Think I saw when it came out. My yeah, that's a, a rough liked, one.
2: I also liked when the queen, um, when the queen was talking, he was at the queen thing, and the queen was talking, and he was like, as silly it is, as it seems to us to have a queen, <laughs> and the yeah. queen just like... There's and, so many little shots. Yeah, and then she, he uses her mic and goes to the bathroom, and the mic's still on, and you can hear him like... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to get on the dinghy? I heard took care of <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So can... Oh, uh, so Here's a... <laughs> The dating scene between Priscilla and um, and, our, and our boy, Leslie, this uh, 1987 and early 88 was when like the AIDS crisis started becoming more of a mainstream thing people talked about. Mm-hmm. Everett C. Coop, who was the Surgeon General that year. C. Everett Coop. Uh, Word. C. <laughs> yeah, Everett Coop. I got Coop. you, buddy. With that
0: Amish beard?
1: Yeah. Amish beard, uh, <laughs> Surgeon General, he... Uh, Mailed a pamphlet out to like ten all all of the United States about safe sex that year yeah. and uh and about HIV AIDS against the rest of his Republican administration. They didn't want to talk about oh, it at wow. all. So he was in hot water. Even though he was a Republican, he was like, "Look, we gotta talk about this. This is
0: actually a problem, a human problem."
1: So condoms. <laughs> uh, he also went to Hollywood and the media and was like, "Hey, can you guys put more positive storylines in uh, dealing with the uh, AIDS and and uh, safe sex?" So I don't know if that influenced this movie at all, but that scene where they. The full, oh, yeah. the full body condom. Yeah. The full body condom would have been funny then. Like now it's like corny because we're like, oh, condoms. Right. But at that moment in history, it was like, oh, nobody was using condoms. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they were trying to like really <laughs> make it seem like we should do this.
2: Right. <laughs> That's
1: so, good point so. though. Yeah. Yeah. Full body condom.
2: Yeah. I remember, yeah. That. I remember w-
1: that
0: scene very woke well. Woke
2: naked gun. Yeah. And also, he went right before that. She said, "He says uh, I'm going to go slip into something more comfortable." And he comes back in a tux, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "She's like has a pot roast and a big boiling thing of water." I, love that. I, I mean, it was just how like, hot and what do you like? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> just some gray meat. <laughs> um, I think my one of my favorite scenes, if not my favorite, was the whole Enrico Palazzo when he sings the anthem and then becomes the empire, the umpire. Yes. Oh, and like, yeah, like when he calls the strike initially, and then you see that like, childlike glee on his face from people cheering for him, he just starts getting strike
2: happy. and just yeah. starts calling everything. <laughs>
0: that was so funny. And to then watch. he starts like
2: dancing yeah, and making he moves. To... He's like, oh, and just I'll he strike. owns it, and yeah. then
0: just goes into a full, ejects everyone from the game, <laughs> systematically.
1: And then when he say, and then they they do a really great job with callbacks in this movie. Yes, and keeping do. it going because then he saves the queen. And uh, that, and somebody in the stands goes, "Look, Enrico Palazzo just saved the queen." It was Enrico Palazzo. So <laughs> he doesn't even get credit for the thing he did. That was the hardest. <laughs>
0: I laughed when I watched this again. That was the funniest part.
1: Yeah. So this movie, uh, I think. I mean, I'd, I think anybody who hasn't seen Naked Gun should should see it. Yeah, it's just one of those. Uh, I think, as a final rating, I would give this movie uh, ten. Mm-hmm a wrecked statue penises out of 10 for, for if you like spoofs and parodies,
0: this is up there. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I would say that the other, I mean, for what it is, it is a 10. It's a 10 out of 10 for, for the genre.
1: And if you're interested in writing comedy, I mean, it's like, like Kendra said, you know, it's like, it's just chock full of jokes. Every minute of this movie is, has a gag in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the laughs per minute, uh, even if they don't all hit you, they're technically all there. Dude, those yep. LPMs are sick.
0: <laughs> this one gets 10 out of 10 uh, OJ legs stuck in bear traps.
2: <laughs> um, are we wrapping it up? Yeah. Oh, well, can I ask one question before Please. we go? Do you what are, do we have any um, favorite um, current day comedies to see? Because I'd like to know if you guys have any recommendations.
1: Comedies. Uh, the, well, the latest thing that I've enjoyed watching, um, on was the Righteous Gemstones,
2: oh, which okay. is the oh, yeah. Danny
1: McBride. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I love Danny McBride. And it's, uh, it's tremendous and it's, uh, it's not as like gag heavy as mm. this, you know, okay. per, per minute, <laughs> but it, but, uh, I really, I think it's like super smart and really funny okay, and it's not a movie. it's It's a, it's a series. series. Yeah. But that's one that I really liked uh, recently, and then I went back and I started watching um, old Adam McKay movies. Uh, and like he, uh, well, the one that I saw was the Other Guys. I love that movie. Oh yeah, with and... Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Will and Ferrell, I actually... <laughs> Will I love Ferrell, Mark and Mark Warburg. Wahlberg, and it's and so just to, just to go back and look at his old films, right. that that one really stuck stuck out as like good. Because I didn't see it when it first came out. I was yeah. like, I don't want to watch a spoof about buddy cop movies. Right. But it's actually a good... It's it's
0: really good. Well, he's a, a, a pretty brilliant comedy writer. Mm. You can see in yeah. his takes that he just keeps rearranging and changing lines. He was, and it's great.
2: He was a producer on Succession, right? Uh, was he? he
0: was. I think he's a creator of Succession. He uh, did also but, the big show. He's done a lot of stuff. He was the head writer for SNL for years, and that's when... Him and Will Ferrell formed some sort of partnership in the studio. I read an
1: article about him, and he's been pretty, uh, you know, his earlier films feel, like, more bro-y. But underneath, under that sort of aesthetic, was Mm. always, uh, like, a real um, disdain for corruption and uh, financial malfeasance. Mm. And so you see, as he's become more and more radicalized, he's definitely a Bernie bro at this point, but, like, He's become much more of a critic of the rich. And even when you watch the other guys, the criminal in that is like a Bernie Madoff esque uh, white collar criminal. Yeah. And it's all a critique about how cops are like heroes for going after, you know, uh, drug dealers that might have like, or like somebody with like a a $20 sack of weed. Mm -hmm. Like the, the cops will like, Destroy a whole city block (laughs) to arrest that guy, but then when it comes to somebody who's like embezzling billions, if you go after that, your police force will be like, "What are you, a nerd? You like calculators?" That's right. Right, right, right. (laughs) right, right,
2: Like it was very very well acted. (laughs) I I want to see that again. I haven't seen that in a while.
1: Yeah, it's so that I I watched that for the first time last week. Love the Sam
0: Jackson, (laughs) Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson cameo in the
2: beginning.
0: (laughs) They just ice them. Yeah, (laughs) so good. So, what about
2: you? Have you seen any good comedy lately?
0: I've seen a lot. I mean, I, when it comes to comedies now, I'm, I'm less into watching movies than I am into watching like shows. Right. So I saw this one that actually Will Ferrell and Adam McCabe uh, executive produced along with the guys from Lonely Island called I'm Sorry uh, with this comedian uh, Andrea Savage. She's more of a comedic actor than like a stand-up. Oh, okay. She's actually, it's, it's, it has some really good writing and some solid funny moments in it. Um, Is that a series? or? Am- it's a series. It's on, it's on Hulu. or It's on Netflix, actually. Huh, all right. That's down. kind of what I've been watching. But I've been rewatching stuff like Thirty Rock recently too because I haven't seen a ton of comedies that I really like.
2: Um, well, I would like to recommend uh, a show called um The Toast of London. And okay. it's on IFC and it's Matt Berry. Actually, it's now on it's now on IFC late night. Um, but it I saw it on Netflix and it's uh, it's a it's a British thing, but um It's This guy, Matt Berry, it's just, it's kind of, you know, it's very over the top, but I I think it's hysterical.
1: Yeah. Um, But
2: I haven't seen any, like, current, like, that was made in 2000, maybe 15. Yeah. Um, But in terms of, like, current day comedy stuff... I haven't really seen anything. I mean, I find I thought Succession was somewhat funny. Yeah. You know, like I thought I loved that. I love that show. I think that I, show I gotta is really good. I got to get back
1: into it. That's yeah. my Chernobyl. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I watched like two episodes Wait, what of is Succession. Succession.
2: Oh, Succession. And
0: I'm just in and you I did You like it? I just didn't care. I just don't like watching rich people do stuff anymore. <laughs>
2: oh my god. I thought it was I thought it was really good. I'm over it. I oh, liked it. Uh, um... Shits Creek
1: was another fun really oh, yeah, good rich yeah. uh, rich people mm-hmm. um, you know, back... fish fish out of water go yeah. into a small town.
2: Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. And the other guys, I just want to write it down because I like to have a little running list here. Um, And Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I tried to watch like some actual stand-up specials recently and I'm like, I can't do this right now.
1: You know, the ones that uh, I really enjoyed, I I like Dan Soders.
2: Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. So
1: that one was really fun. And then I think uh, I listened to, and then I watched watched you last night. (laughs) i think it was a uh, blonde logic which was 2016 yeah but then you've got a new what's what you just put out something too i put out
2: the uh, duo album with katina carreo less bitter more glitter okay and yeah. where can people find that oh that's on anywhere <laughs> streaming it's on itunes and <laughs> amazon and blah 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 blah
1: i love katina too yeah so, uh, i love her too i got we got to get her on this yeah you
2: should she totally she would totally be into this she's got a voice for
1: podcasts yeah
2: yeah she does <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I want to really shoot more videos. Like, you know, I only, I didn't shoot that many videos last year and I, that's what I really like to do. It just costs so much money. You yeah. Know I mean?
1: Well, you, uh, you're, I, you're a filmmaker too, but what, what can people see anything? On, uh, um, plug away. Yeah. On, yeah. I tell mean, us, tell us where we can find all of Kendrick Cunningham. Well, you can
2: find it, you know, of course up. on YouTube. <laughs> um, I think it's, I think my name is just Kendra Cunningham on YouTube. Um, and I'm on Twitter. I don't tweet that much. I'm kind of over at the other Kendra and on Instagram the other Kendra. And what Facebook? I have been really I feel like um this year in social media I've been a little lax. Sure. And I don't miss it. And that makes me nervous. The necessary
1: evil. Yeah. People got to find you. No, you know? I know. But- and where's your what you have a podcast?
2: Yep. uh, How's your mother? And that's on uh, every, you know, iTunes and SoundCloud and blah, blah, blah. I haven't put anything out in like two months. I'm getting back to it in in 2020. And, uh, both of you guys can be my guests. Yeah, if you want. I love that. Yeah, I just do it. I don't have a setup like this. I just do it, do it on my phone with a, with labs. But sure, uh, wherever. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. we're in a
1: Starbucks. Maybe yeah, I we're do in it. I, I do.
2: I do do it out in. You know, I go anywhere. In the wild. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't even care if there's background noise. You know, I I went out to lunch with Becky Yamamoto. We had the waitress asking us about our meatballs right on the um on the podcast you that's the fun <laughs> gorilla podcast yeah let's do it okay. yeah why not
0: you, you tell us when i would love to do a, <laughs> a, a an episode all
2: right cool and you'll be in my neighborhood anyways. Let's if, Baby, if we'll, this, see. If this, <laughs> we'll see. How, <laughs> we'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> I'm projecting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll come back to Greenpoint. I, it gives me an excuse to go shopping around here. Yeah. Around. yeah.
1: We'll check out Beacon's Closet after this. Awesome. Yes, Right down definitely. the street.
0: Yes.
2: Uh, Thank you for having me. This was absolutely. super fun. Thank you so much for yeah. coming.
0: And plug your, your, you did an you wrote an article about this film.
2: Yes, on bang. Um, we'll link it in the show notes. Yes, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much, Kendra Cunningham, for coming out uh, to visit us here in Greenpoint. I'm Gabe Pacheco. and
0: Sammy Hamarne. Yeah,
1: and please uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We love your reviews. If you leave us a review, uh, we'll read it on the next episode. Ooh. Gabe will Venmo you directly.
2: Ooh. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, writing a review.
1: We love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Touch